Welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood, episode 183. This episode, I am thrilled to tell you, is sponsored by Spring Free Trampoline. A few weeks ago, if you guys follow along on my social media, you might have noticed I flew to Dallas, Texas. That is where Spring Free Trampoline is headquartered. And I was so excited to go and take a look at their warehouse um, and really just get a tour of all their trampolines. And let me tell you a little bit about this company. Spring Free Trampoline makes the world's safest trampoline. If you are looking for something that is um, fun for the whole family and safe, then you got to check out Spring Free Trampolines. I'm going to be talking a lot about them over the next several episodes of Motherhood in Hollywood because this is pretty cool, you guys. Channing got her own customized spring-free trampoline. Now, what does that mean? Well, um, as a matter of fact, today they're launching their new customizable trampolines. That's so cool. You don't have to just get basic black anymore. You can get blue, you can get pink, red, green, gray. Um, I've never seen any other trampoline company do this. So, I'm going to be posting this video up on motherhood and Hollywood on my Instagram and Facebook and Twitter because Channing has a pink and white trampoline. Ah, could you die? She almost passed out. <laughs> she ran into the backyard and almost burst into tears. She was so excited. Um, so I'll definitely be sharing that with you. I'm also going to be sharing the conversation I had with their chief bouncing officer, Steve Holmes on motherhoodinhollywood.com and on my Instagram and Facebook. So you guys are definitely going to want to hear from him about wh why and how they created the world's safest trampoline. So, um, get ready for this very, um, fun journey over the next few weeks as we tell you more about spring free, um, and how you can start enjoying this amazing trampoline with your family. All right, guys, we have a great episode today as well. Um, let's get right to it. Shall we? Here we go. Hello, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, friends. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. I am super excited, as I mentioned, because this is my first week of sponsored podcasts from Spring Free Trampoline. Go to motherhoodandhollywood.com to find out more about their customized trampolines and how you can have a little bit of family fun in your backyard with the world's safest trampoline. Super excited. Um, also, my guest this week, uh, Tam and Sursock from Pretty Little Liars and um, a host of other shows and projects and Roxy Manning, her best, one of her best friends, Roxy Manning, who does um, red carpet reporting. They have a new podcast called Women on Top and it is, they are very funny. They are so silly together and um, it's, they're also just like nice people. Like <laughs> It's so great to like meet other moms and women in Hollywood who are just nice people. They're not out to use you for anything or like try to get something from you. They're just hustling like everybody else and trying to do their thing. And so um, we have a lot of fun chatting about the um, mommy influencing world here in Hollywood, but also um, the ebbs and flows of a career in Hollywood 
and um, a really open and honest conversation about all of that. So I hope you guys enjoy that. As for me and Channing and Chris, we've been doing a lot of fun things with Disney lately. They just kicked off the Disney's Frozen Fan Fest. Of course, Frozen 2 is coming out on November 22nd. And um, a lot of excitement around that movie. And we got caught up in all the excitement. And we got to share some of the products they sent with us in advance of that film. Um, and I want to say thank you really quickly to everybody who had reached out to me after last week's episode. I know it was short and sweet. And I sort of opened up a lot about some feelings I'm having and some frustrations and um, special shout out to my friend Lara who really encouraged me to share more of that personal side of myself. You know, I have to say there are times when I'm sitting here in my office behind this microphone and you start to wonder, is anybody listening? Is what I'm saying resonating with anyone? And even if, even if it's just a handful of people, if it's um, the millions of followers that I have, millions of listeners, um, the tens of millions. Um, if, if, if it's resonating with somebody, if it means something to you for me to share more of my life, then, um, I want to do that. I, I watched a comedy special this weekend with my friend Gary Goleman, who's a very funny comedian. Um, I've known him for years. We actually did improv comedy together at Acme comedy theater and he had a stand-up special uh, that just got released on HBO, and we watched it this last weekend. Very open and honest look at mental health, uh, depression, um, medicating for um, uh, mental health, and suicide, and that sort of thing. He was really honest about his struggles with that, and that's not an easy thing to do. When you're a comedian, to come out and talk about depression or any mental health, issues, anything like that. That's, that's really hard to do, but he found this really smart and, and engaging way to tell his story, to share what he's struggling with and going through and make us laugh. Um, and, and while doing it, so just huge shout out to Gary Goldman for that special. If you haven't seen it, it's on HBO. It's called the great depression and it's very funny and very eye opening And, um, also resonated with me that I need to start <clears throat> opening up more about things that I don't often talk about. I certainly talk about a lot of movies that I go see. I talk a lot about, um, you know, just general stuff that I'm thinking about and things that are on my mind, but I need to try to get better. And this is me getting out of my comfort zone a little bit, but sharing more of the details, intimate details, um, that I think that, people might, it might resonate with people. And, and, um, yeah, that's something I'm, I'm struggling with. I'm open and I'm out there and I'm all over social media, but I'm also deeply private person. Um, which I know is sort of an oxymoron, but, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes guys. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to, I'm going to try to start opening up with you a little bit more, maybe having more one-on-one conversations throughout the podcast, a la Mark Marin. Um, so thanks for that encouragement, Lara. I appreciate that. Okay. So enough jibber jabbering. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking now because I really want to get to this interview with Tamman and Roxy. They are so much fun. There's a lot of swears. There's a lot of, uh, blue humor. Don't listen with the kids. Um, maybe not, this may not be the episode for them. Um, but we certainly did have a lot of fun. So grab a glass of wine, maybe a spiked coffee and, uh, enjoy my uh, interview with Tam and Sursock and Roxy Manning from women on top podcast. I would love 
love to welcome these beautiful ladies who are just helping me sing along. Um, Tam and Sursock and Red Carpet Roxy Manning. Can I, I just said yes. like your full red title. I love it. Call me by my handle. I'm into it. Red Carpet Roxy. Red Carpet Roxy. It just rolls off the tongue. She always yeah. looks like she's on the Oh, my carpet. God. Not you even. Do. You guys are, like, so nice. No, I'm like, your makeup's always done. Oh, oh my God. Does no, look you good. know what? Because yeah. you know what happens? I get lazy if I know They're I gonna have to be somewhere. They're going to say I get laid, and I was like, <laughs> okay, you get laid, and I you put your laid. makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe that should be done before. But okay. <laughs> or you could do it during, like, when I do it oh, usually. Oh, yes. That's you know? Roxy does do that. <laughs> I do. Oh I have to, like, multitask. So sometimes, like, if we're, like, if it's, like, crazy and quick, and I'm like, okay, David, let's do this. While you're like eye cream. Oh, yeah. Okay, we have started That's off on a impressive. wrong. That's Well, I think I talked about parenting. I think I talked about STDs <laughs> and herpes on your. Oh, yes, you did <laughs> on your <laughs> podcast. So we just we bring it up recently. Fair yeah, enough. That's right. Yes, I don't have it, but I okay, thought good. I did, and then I was told I did, but then they said I didn't, and then where would I have got it? It's such a weird thing to get. So if you guys can't tell, these ladies <laughs> are so much fun, and they also have their own <laughs> podcast, which yes. we are going to be talking about a little bit today. Um, how that sort of came to be, and I was also a guest on there. I'll put a link up on motherhoodandhollywood.com um, so you guys can uh, listen to our conversation which was very X rated and open R rated so naughty you can't talk about syphilis on the podcast what can you talk, what about? Can you talk about? about I mean really we, what is this world coming to we just dropped the first pussy yesterday oh my lord oh! okay we're oh, out okay, we're done and it wasn't said by us actually it was no. said by Heather Dubrow yes Heather Dubrow said so it. It did she really yeah, she, she did. did she, she is... came out all balls blazing uh huh yikes uh-huh. Yeah, balls yeah, out she talked about balls finance out. and that word so um yes <laughs> yeah very interesting podcast you guys yes. should listen yeah. well that's good, good that you got heather dubrow she's kind of a big deal right she in is. the um reality tv world i hate reality yes. tv you yeah. do oh yes i'm not a fan i, I like vanderpump rules i like vanderpump too because it makes me feel better about what's going on in my life. <laughs> as an actress yes it's hard for me to watch reality tv and support it in any way because Because i'm like this is taking jobs away Mm -hmm. from scripted stuff but we've gone so far into reality tv for so long i don't think it will ever swing back the other way no and you have to realize that obviously they're not well some of them are kind of acting but what you and i do is like we get to put on a character's like Mm -hmm. you know skin and i think that's very different than just playing yourself and making it bigger um and crazier and 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 more shocking, you know? So yeah. I, I don't think it's taking away real movie and real art in any way. You know, it's kind of like junk food. It's like, you know, it you is. do have a filet mignon and then you have a bag of potato crisps. And there's a time and place <laughs> yeah, for everything. everything. That's true. That's Sometimes true. if you just want to turn off and not think, it's like yeah. good for that. But I do think in, for my case, like in the hosting world and red carpet world, they do take jobs away because I'll yes. look on the red carpet yeah. and I'll see reality some TV. reality TV mm-hmm. like yes. doing the interviews. And I'm like, you know what? You can't just throw somebody out there to Those do the interviews. ladies, huh? Right. They're all out there doing the interviews, and I'm like, it actually takes skill, and you have to have yeah, there experience. Is, I've never like, seen the yes. Do you know that? It's oh, a garbage ever. show. Oh, yeah. Don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's garbage. I, I see. That's the one that I, that kills me. Is it's mm-hmm. like because there's all of these like gorgeous women, and they are like, and now I'm gonna do red carpet, right. and you're like, everybody else on this carpet, and a podcast, and a podcast, <laughs> all of it, and everybody and a YouTube like, show has like experience and skill, like you said, you know. To, it doesn't. It's not just like any beauty queen can just step in and do a mm. red carpet yeah, it's true. it takes skill it takes gd skill, red takes carpet, skills with a lot of brain power <laughs> so as roxy said she does a lot of red carpet interviews and you also um i was looking through your website and you 
and your Instagram, obviously, too. You are know a lot about fashion. She does. She looks oh my very fashion forward. Well, you guys are so nice. I shouldn't tell you that I picked up my sweater and jeans from the closet floor today. That's that I all right. Put on that I've been wearing for like four <laughs> does it days. Have vomit but poop on it. No, um, exactly. No, so you are winning. <laughs> you I just had a baby. I am winning at winning. this table. I just got bo. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you do from which side? I have oh, it too. Apparently. I oh, I only sweat from my right side. That's weird. Oh, that is weird. a talent. Yeah, I smell from my right side. Like everything that's just weird. smells on the one side and doesn't that's... on the other. So it's like there's like a weird. You're literally, you need pH balance. Yeah. You need to literally so be I balanced. I only like meet people on the right side. Like I never actually turn left. So yeah, my husband can only kiss me on the right. Just the whole thing. It's like very exhausting. Sex on the right side. Exactly. Like... Not on the left. It's like always So confusing. Roxy knows all about fashion and red carpet and entertainment. Um, and celebrity world and all that and Tamman is a celebrity herself a can I call you a child actor is that yes, a, it's accurate funny, it's funny I started at 15 yeah and I was child. in the bathtub I was in the bathtub last night <laughs> um getting no I wasn't um and I had this epiphany that like I wish I wasn't a child actor because I think it's ruined a lot of my mentality when it comes to a lot of things. Like in what way? I feel like I should have had the normal experience of going to college, college. and mm. like had some mm-hmm. social skills in a way <laughs> and not been about like I got success really early on. And I think that's bad to give a child, a child, I feel like I was a child at 15, so much success so fast. Mm. It kind of warps every other way you look at the world and you feel like, so I feel like I should be successful at everything mm. and I feel like that success should continue and because it doesn't continue and it's always ebbs and flows in our lives, we all have that, mm-hmm. um, I feel like a failure because of it because yeah, there's no that. consistency when it comes to conce- well, uh, there's success, no, which there never is. There's no consistency mm. in the entertainment industry, right. no, which never. is something I struggle with. I am the opposite. I actually started in the entertainment industry um, when I was almost 30. Um, And I had lived a whole life and had a full career in journalism before I realized, like, I really missed performing and acting Mm -hmm. because I – had a theater scholarship at Oklahoma State. I uh, was wanted to be always wanted to be an actor, mm-hmm. and then I panicked halfway through college and was like, I need to get a real job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have that until later in life. And in my mind, I'm going to come out here and I'm just going to work hard. And if you just work hard and you do everything they tell you to do, you know, the headshots, the auditions, the manager, you do everything they say to do, it'll happen. And that's what's baffling to me is I'm like, right. I yeah. do everything I'm supposed to do. And why isn't it happening? Well, it's, yeah, it's because, you know, people think it's like corporate America, you know, where mm-hmm. you put the hours in, you put, mm-hmm. you know, the time in and you put the work in and you, uh, you know, uh, you ascend the, the ropes, you know, it's and not. it's like, it's not, you could have a huge hit one day and the next day, nothing's going on or mm-hmm. like have that lull and yeah. you're like, what the hell? Like, I think I put it's about so much- talent. You know, yeah. and I, it's not about it's talent not. at all. It's I think about, it's about social media numbers a lot now. Well, I think, well, yeah. I think some right? of it's talent. A lot is about connections, which I never yes. thought. That's like, it's who you know. Who you and there's know, a too. huge part of it that's about luck. Yeah. And you can't measure luck. Mm-hmm. You can't measure, you know, why one person gets a job over you based on both of you having the same amount of talent and why that person gets picked. Yeah. And I have been, it's been, been between me and... Kaylee Cuoco for Big Bang Theory mm. and me oh, wow. and Megan Fox for Transformers and why did it go one way and why did it go another 
I don't know. Is yeah. my life? But then I had my. Well, did you so go to Michael Bay's house and wash his car <gasps> in your yeah. bikini? Apparently, that I, gets the job <laughs> done, doesn't that. it? You know what makes <laughs> me sad is I've never had a casting couch situation. And I'm like, that makes me sad because I'm like, no one wants me. <laughs> oh, stop! I want someone to be like, take your oh, clothes God. off. No one's even ever asked me, other than Roxy, take your clothes <laughs> yeah. off. to take my clothes. During the clothes podcast, off. you yeah. have to do these things. <laughs> she seen my boobs. It's yeah. okay. I love that. No, that's totally what Megan Fox mm-hmm. did. And I'm sorry that you didn't get anyone to have you take your clothes off. You're more than welcome to anytime. Hashtag me too. I was like, oh yeah, and then I was like, oh, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> me neither. And I told my husband that one time. I was like, should I be disappointed? No one's ever yeah. like sexually harassed me. And he's like, what is wrong with you? No. And I was no. like, oh, okay. I mean, um, it's funny. You think that you haven't been sexually harassed, but, but then, then you think back, you think right? Back yeah. Like, I remember a guy doing my hair for like, um, for for the show that I was on, and he opened up his computer, and his big penis was on it. No. He's like, look at this. So I, I was like, at the time, I didn't think of it. I was like, that was weird and awkward. No, and I told weird. my husband. But that's sexual harassment. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah that's true. Yeah. Men are the worst. Imagine I just put my vagina yeah. on like my computer right. screen. Like, Oops. Here you go. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like what? Like no one would do that. It's so weird that men are like, look at this. They love it. They're I so know. proud. Dick it's I'm a not dick like, look at my thing, vagina. Right? That would be so They're weird. so proud of their They're business. so proud of their business. <laughs> well, there goes my 10 listeners, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, <laughs> mom. Yeah, right? Um. Anyway, so I want to talk to you guys about, first of all, your friendship, <laughs> how you guys became friends, um, how you rose to the top of the podcasting world well, <laughs> with women. Conquered it. <laughs> well, um, your well, kids go to the same school. Is that right? Yes. Nice. So you don't have to do say we're school because that's private. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, and then you were just kind of like locked eyes. No, actually, ironically, we're in the same like fashion group, which I am not fashionable. Roxy, is. wait, is no. it fashion mom? Yes, I, it I is. guess. Oh. I guess you just said yeah. it out right, right out there. Yes. I have. Well, I have. I have feelings. I have very strong feelings about fashion mamas. You but continue. So, um, and then Roxy said, "Has anyone heard of the blah 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 school?" And I was like, "Well, my kid goes to the blah 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 school." And she's like, "Great, send me information." And then I think, as I'm like that kind of person was like great I will and then never did (laughs) Um, and then I saw her at like I think the first day of school yeah you sat next to me and you're like I'm with fashion mamas and you didn't send me information or whatever (laughs) and then we just that was it we finished each other's sentences Mm -hmm. it was it was like love at first sight right it was totally love at first sight it's like one of those things where it's just so easy it's like connected we just connected right away and like the chemistry and all of it i mean if i wasn't married to david i'd be married married to to you you. see and this is what is so i this is what's so hard about making friends as an adult as a grown-up because it's one thing when you're in high school and college um well tim and wouldn't know but (laughs) it's when you're in high school i don't i don't have a college degree you just have these like um you meet friends you make connections and they're sort of become your like lifelong friends or whatever Mm. But as an adult, making friends with other women is so difficult because they're coming with a lot of baggage, mm-hmm. especially if you're in your 30s or 40s. You never know if someone's going to be crazy or mm-hmm. be your ride or die. Like, you just don't know. It's so hard. And you also don't want really new friends. I think you get to a certain point you get in your comfortable, life and yeah. you're just like, I don't need more people in mm-hmm. my life. Like, I've got the person for this, the person for that. I always think it's good to have one friend that's good for every, like, mm-hmm. one thing so you can have a few that are good for everything. Right. Um. But yeah, you just become more like insula when you have yeah. kids and you just don't want to open up as much, I think. You yeah, know? you do. You do. You're right. You become, yeah, it's almost like in a way when you get older, like you thin out with friends, you know, it's I like don't know if I thin of- out, I get bigger, <laughs> but sure. 
<laughs> of like you just kind of let some go by the side yes. right the ones that yes. are just like the you know, natural like season has yes. ended on your friendship and you just are like exactly yeah and you, then you're like you know if it if it doesn't make sense or the mm-hmm. and, you know it's, it doesn't make sense to continue you don't but mm-hmm. then you meet these rare gems and yeah. it's like oh, yeah that's how i feel about aaron's earring aaron is like we've mm-hmm. gotten really really close over the last couple of years mm-hmm. and um she's a good one she's a good one she's just a good person and that's how i met tamon and then i met roxy through tamon mm-hmm. and um it's just this whole community, this like LA mom community and mm-hmm. mom world um, is really interesting because you just never know if they're going to. Yeah. And it's also hard to have friends. I think that aren't moms. Like mm-hmm. I find it now just cause they don't understand. I mean, I have a few friends who are my age and they don't have kids and that's great, but we're just so on two different wavelengths. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't talk to you after 10 o'clock at night. Right. Like I <laughs> can't function. Like I already have to do work and put my kids down. Like we're just on, we're just on two different time schedules as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And priorities are different. You know, I would love to be more selfish, but you can't when you have kids. Right. No, you can't. You know? And they don't understand the time commitment. I think a lot of the time, <laughs> how yeah. really you'd have zero time. I mean, it, until you have kids you don't know you don't yeah. know these yeah. things and you don't know that like you don't you got you got like an hour here or an hour mm-hmm. there to make everything, everything. happen you yes. know and it's like and then also when you're that. working mom on yes. top of that oh. you're you're um whether you're creating your own right. like a red carpet you know extravaganza whatever or you're trying to go on auditions or create mm-hmm. your own shows like whatever it might be um you're still trying to balance that with your family life and then friends. And it does help when you have mom friends that get it. A lot of my close friends do not have kids. Almost all of my close friends do not have kids. No. And it's, they, I've been very fortunate. They are understanding of the parenting world. They're less understanding of my, um, influencer motherhood in Hollywood world. They're Mm -hmm. like, what is this? (laughs) crap that you do and i'm like you get free shit so just yeah 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 um but like yeah right right um they're less understanding of that because i think they think i'm like a poser or whatever and i'm like "Mm, no no it's just the world we live in like i literally like just share my life and um everyone's obsessed with me i get it (laughs) um no but like they the parenting stuff though they've been very supportive of an understanding so are they so. like married or are they single friends uh, uh my my really close friends heather and mark just got married a couple oh. of years ago i officiated their wedding they'll have a baby and then my right? gays are getting married <gasps> next week my best gay oh next i want to go to a gay me. wedding so next bad year. i want a yeah. gay baby yeah oh, they want to have gabies so, yeah. so bad gabies. so that's gabies. why they're so yeah gabies. Gabies. gabies i love they want to have they're getting married next year they're having like an evil halloween wedding oh <gasps> Oh my god! How fun is that? I also think it's weird. I also think it's funny because we just had a new baby, Mm -hmm. and all my friends who have kids, I think, forget what it's like to have a new baby. Mm -hmm. Sure. So all my friends are are Phoenix. All my mom friends are have kids. kids Phoenix's age, age, which are six year Mm -hmm. olds, right? Mm -hmm. So by six years old, you're getting your shit together. You're doing your hair again. You're working again. (laughs) You're having sex with your husband again. (laughs) Right. Life is pretty cruisy. Right. Then you have a new baby, and like the shit hits the fan and I don't think people realize how time poor you are how frazzled you are Mm -hmm. how a little depressed you are or stressed how you're screaming at everything and everyone because your hormones are everywhere Mm -hmm. people forget that feeling of what it was like to just have a baby and I don't think they give you as much leeway because they they think that well I've just had a kid I had Mm -hmm. a kid so I like you should be fine Mm -hmm. right Yes, there is right. a little bit of a there is a little bit of a rose colored glasses, mm-hmm. yes. right? When we look back on those early days, we're like, "What you baby stuff?" So like, yeah, she was the so poop perfect. and the vomit. And it what? was easy. Yeah, right? 
Um, yeah, the, I definitely understand that. I would love to know from you guys then what, what inspired you to start your podcast? Cause I went to a pretty amazing podcast launch party oh, good time. for good you guys. Time. And I was like free food I'm there. <laughs> and cocktails. And cocktails. Yeah. Um, so what inspired you guys? Did you just realize like, we just want to do this every day and just chat and record it and. Um, I think for me, I started, you know, after I had my daughter, I, f- I had a bit of postpartum mm-hmm. and I felt very alone and I didn't have a network of women and a community around me that supported each other. So that's when I started my blog, Bottle and Heels, mm-hmm. and my YouTube channel to kind of, you know, find a group and community of women that mm-hmm. would talk about things that matter to them and that was honest and truthful. So when I joined my agency, they had a podcasting section, and it was just another way to be honest and to be authentic and to, con- to connect with other women who were going through the same thing, and another way to not feel so isolated and alone. Mm-hmm. And like I think that's why I chose Roxy, because you know to have a podcast, it's like you really have to delve into that like authenticity, and like I've never seen Roxy lie about <laughs> one thing in her entire <laughs> life. And I was like, if I was going to do a podcast, it has to be raw and honest, and we talk... Honestly, this is we talk everything from like mom guilt and mom shaming and postpartum depression to like butt plugs, you know. And <laughs> yeah. I think you gotta just talk about variety. not that we like butt variety. plugs. I'm just saying, but yeah. you just have to like be open about everything. Yeah. And I knew Roxy was the girl who would do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think for me, you know, the timing was really right too. Mm-hmm. Like we both were sort of in this place where we were like, we wanted other avenues, and it and it came <laughs> together. And like Tamman said how we met, we just like instantly clicked. And I was like, if I'm going to do this with somebody, it's going to be her. Yeah. You know, and it just, it just worked out so well. But I have to say, like, I don't think, I think it would almost have to be Tamman because I don't think if I sat across the table from like any other person that I would be so open and honest, you know, and it's like, I only feel like I'm working sometimes with guests, you right. know, if like guests are like, it's hard to like get a conversation flowing. Right. But when it's Roxy and I, and we do our one-on-ones, sometimes we are there for three hours mm-hmm. and like, I forget that we're even recording. Like it, we just keep going and flowing and going up and down and around. It's like a dance that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful and scary and wonderful. And where are you going? It's like just trying to learn about each other. And mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. It's like sex, but nothing's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but it's dry. But it's real. <laughs> but I feel dry. good afterwards. So it's like okay. Uh, and it was a three-hour like session. Hopping. So it's I'm like, like super I tired. Um, I love that. No, it is like a dance. Yeah, it is. It is. No, it's amazing. That's basically why I started Motherhood in Hollywood as well mm-hmm. because I was very lonely. Because I said most of my close friends did not have kids, and I really was looking for um, a way to meet other moms. And like now, here we are. I have these amazing ladies. They come to my house, and I get to get get to know you better. And um, <laughs> it's such a great community and um, when you're talking about the community especially of moms in LA I want to know something this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately it's kind of been bugging me there seems to be like an addiction or a major FOMO thing happening with mom bloggers mom influencers in LA where people feel the need to go to every event. Not me. Post about every I'm event. I'm still trying to get her to go oh, to I an event. Anxiety. I, don't, I think I've been to two events literally in three and a half years. But it's this weird thing right? I'm noticing. Yeah, like, yeah, everybody I mean, goes. So I want to mm. know, like, do Roxy's you guys see that, that happening? Roxy's good for And do one. you feel like you have to go and be a part of it? Like, is a FOMO a thing for you? Or are you like, eh. You know, I try, to, I try to go out there just for like, you know, of course, to connect with other moms, mm-hmm. you know, to meet people. You know, it's also good for business, right? So it's sure. great to network and do those things. Schmooze, schmooze. 
I mean, before I had a child, I feel like I was like the girl that was always like, yes, like I'm going here. I'll go there. I'm like, like the girl who says no. yes, yes, yes. That's why we work. I have, jo- I have JOMO, joy of missing out. Yay. I love it. She's literally so excited to not go. And I'm, I'm like, like, I don't have to go. Yeah. Yes. Like, you are coming with me. I mean, like, it's still like to this day. But it's just funny because, I mean, I think if it's something really, really major, maybe, and I haven't been invited to it or whatever, maybe a little bit of FOMO, mm-hmm. but like, for the day-to-day in general, I just kind of feel like, you know, I'd rather be, you know, with my daughter or right. I'd rather be with my friends or, right. you know, working or doing my podcast. Yeah. So it's like, so for me, and I think because I've been doing this for as long as I have, I mm-hmm. feel like, I mean, what's one less party at this point? Or right. what's one less event? Because right. I've done this for so, so long. long. Yeah. You know, but how do you feel? I mean, I think that at least from what I see happening, there's this, the FOMO is real and people <laughs> mm-hmm. are not um valuing their time Mm -hmm. and what going to these parties um and sharing on their social media even if it's just insta stories or even in a you know a post on their instagram or social um that that has value and Mm -hmm. they're willing to give it away for just like a an omelet bar and a glass of champagne and i'm like what is going on or like some lotion or some perfume and i'm like why are we doing everything's an ad everything's an ad yeah I don't know if I find, how do I put this? I don't know in every aspect of my life if I feel like I have value. But when it comes to the social media world, I'm like me going to that party. And this sounds really egotistical, but it's important to have some kind of ego sometimes. Yeah. It's like they should pay me. Yes. Because I'm promoting something to millions of people for free. Mm -hmm. And it's like they should pay me to be here. And that's why I'm saying that's my point is it's not just the people even who have like a million plus followers. It's people Mm -hmm. who have their hundred thousand followers or two hundred thousand there's still value in that because it's your business you've worked on Mm -hmm. it you've built those followers you've engaged with those people and then you go to the parties and you just sort of give it away for free and um pr people are would be listening to this and going shut up (laughs) i mean look if they're gonna pay me i will turn up to the party i will be there but it just it's something that's been driving me crazy lately because it's sort of like Everybody feels like they need to go to everything. Everybody feels like they need to do everything. Like I literally have people messaging me all the time asking me how to be a reporter. Mm -hmm. How can I cover red carpets? How can I go to press junkets and stuff like that? And I'm like, well, I went to journalism school and got a degree in journalism and have been working for 20 years (laughs) in in journalism. So that's how I do it. And they're like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to. I just want to go on the carpet. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not the, that easy, first yeah. of all. But also people are not, it's people who are not um, <coughs> in that world at all. Right. So I feel like everybody's trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody is saying, here's what I do and I do it really well. Right. right. And I always relate it to the acting world where they say, like Jack Black, you know, is the was the fat, funny guy that sings for mm-hmm. so long. Like that was his thing. He did it really well. Mm-hmm. People don't want to stay in their niche and do it well and then knock down the doors and try other things. Right. Um, why are we all trying to do so much, do you think? Why are we all trying to do everything? I think because everything? we're told that we have to. Like, I know a lot of agencies are like, you know, it's hard It's hard for even me because if I could just be an actress and that's it, and a director, I really love to direct. And a podcaster. Well, but Yeah, and a podcaster to yeah. some extent. But if I could just be an actor and a director for the rest of my life and make a really good living, I probably would. 
but it's all these other things that feed into each other. So it's like you have to do the podcast right. and the blog and the YouTube yeah. and the this and the that because it all feeds your main goal. And the thing is, if you don't, then you don't have other avenues to sell and to be talked about mm-hmm. that helps your number one goal of being an actor. So it isn't just one lane anymore. You have to be an old. You feel lane. like it's you really to, more liked about too. Yeah, you have, you have to, to be, be a whole. Bra- you yes, have to be a brand. a brand. You have to be a brand rather than just. Uh, uh, an occupation yeah and it's almost not enough to just have like be an actor or be on a show or whatever it's like you have to show that you're doing all these other things because you the lifestyle yeah do the podcast and do the blog and like it's like one thing is almost not enough anymore it's not enough like yeah they're like that's true that's so interesting i think about that (laughs) because for me it's like i i say that but then i also know that myself i do many things obviously Mm -hmm. i'm also an actor i do am reporting and then i have a podcast and a website and all this stuff so i get that I do. I enjoy mm. them all. I'm getting a little burnout with the podcast. I've been talking about that a little bit lately. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with it. Um, mm. I've done over 200 episodes, um, including like Yay. bonus episodes. Yay. Yay. Thank you. I've done, well, I've done like 180 something full length episodes and then a couple dozen like little bonus episodes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Have yeah. you had a favorite guest? Huh? Have you uh, had a favorite other guest? Than us. I mean, other, other than, than us, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been people who I have um, <clears throat> really been inspired by. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them was like Louis C.K.'s producing partner. Um, I'm going to forget her name right now because it was so guest. long ago. Yeah, um, before his scandal. <gasps> okay. So this was pre-scandal. Um, let me see if I can remember her name. Um, uh, oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I just had to take a drink <laughs> and then my joke came out, but, um, I just had to say it cause I felt like I was about to miss, Ooh. I mean, miss that, you can't time. miss that. <laughs> if people um, want to know about us, they have to listen to the podcast. That's they will know about. that this is right in line yes, with what yes. you guys are doing. You get a little naughty over there. Um, I've had, a, there's been a lot of amazing people. Of course, literally everyone's falling out of my head right now, but, um, after about this many it starts mm-hmm. to I don't want to say all blur together because that's not necessarily true I remember each moment each interview and I'll be thinking sometimes and something will pop into my head and I'll be like oh that was so fun when that one person came on and we chatted about this for hours or whatever mm-hmm. um so yeah I mean it's it's just been a lot so I've been trying to decide what I want to do what the future of the podcast is mm-hmm. because it's a lot of work as you guys know it's a time commitment you're booking guests um, I also edit everything myself mm-hmm. and you know, it's just, um, it's a big time commitment. Mm-hmm. And when there are other things that are going on, I just have to decide what I want to continue to mm-hmm. do. So, uh, yeah. That's so you I'm wear at. many hats. So I wear many hats. Yes, we all do. And yes. I, I, yeah, we all do. I think for me, it's more about the people who are just going to every event all over town at mm-hmm. five times a day and they're not getting paid for it. And it I'm like, like what are you doing? Who I would ever be right. <laughs> Like that would be like, that honestly, if you're like, what is, what is a hell day for you, Tam? And I'm like, getting <laughs> up, going to a party, going to a party with going to a lunch, having to do my hair, my makeup, talking to people I don't want to talk to, <laughs> posting it then on Instagram. Then Roxy goes, come to another party and another panel. If I have to go to another panel, I'll die. <gasps> oh my God. And then I have to like, talk about so the panel. Everything, and I'm so like, I can't, yeah. I can't. And then she'll be like, oh, do you want to go to the elephant thing tonight? And I'm like, I can't <laughs> do the elephant thing after the face thing, after the... There are so many panels. That I'm like, does, do we really have this many expert influencers yes. in all of these I mean, areas that I know. need to go here I'm to burnt out over on panels. Over it's just total burnout. Please you know? stop. Yeah. For those of you listening it's, across the country, I don't know if this is happening in your city, but here... Here in LA, 
we love our panels <laughs> and we love the same probably 10 to 15 people to speak at every single one of them mm-hmm. and share their story or whatever and it's like please stop please stop with the panels yeah i can i feel like the last few panels i've been to the crowd size has been dwindling yeah because people are just so burnt out with yeah. other influencers other yeah. people that are attending who, yeah i who mean cares how many panels can you you know yeah i'm looking at these old ladies walking by look how cute they are that's gonna be you guys oh look. that's gonna be, be you we'll guys like arm in arm i hope <laughs> i make it with this cough i know i might be dead it's like all of a sudden it's like it's the plague <laughs> i feel like it is oh my gosh I mean, you've been so hacking bad. all week you know it's, it's, well, it's probably pneumonia <laughs> by by now it's probably pneumonia. It isn't. Let's not let's not manifest that. I put pneumonia um, in your house. God, yeah. literally, I'm gonna like up. burn that chair yeah. and that microphone. Pneumonia is such a nice name, like for a kid, right? Isn't it? Yeah. No, pneumonia. Stop it. It kind of has a ring to it, like syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> it's beautiful. Chlamydia? chlamydia is a beautiful name. Oh my god, I like that name. Or just the clap. Pneumonia. Sure. The clap. Clap is nah. That's too aggressive. Um, my husband's gonna be walking through the door any second and be like, "What are they talking about? Be what like, is your this wife podcast? Has chlamydia <laughs> and syphilis. What is this yeah. podcast? And Never have them over again." Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, what you're doing for your shows. You have a show that is airing in Australia, right? So my husband and I wrote, um, created, directed a TV show called uh, Aussie Girl. It's loosely based on my experience about being successful in one country, coming here, and no one gives a crap, and having to start (laughs) again. Um, She finds herself in some very awkward and funny situations. We just released it in Australia with Channel 9, and then we're hopefully, it looks like BBC is going to pick it up in the UK. We have Denmark already, so we're hopefully trying to get a release here. Um, Our movie, Wailing, uh, just got in the Boston Film Festival, and I never brag, but I'm going to. I won Best Actress (gasps) in the Boston Film Festival over Scarlett Johansson, and I was like, I never say anything, but I'm like, you know what? It might be the last movie. I don't even know if I'm ever going to get cast in anything again, so I might as well just be like, I went out on top, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you Um, should actually, there's nothing wrong with touting your wins and your accomplishments. You should be proud of it. Well, I think as women, too, we're taught to, like, not be humble and not say anything. But why not? So we won. See you loud few awards exactly. um and Brown. that will be in cinemas soon so that's so great in yeah cinema. and then hopefully in cinemas, cinemas so i'll say cinemas, and hopefully i'll get a job soon and be able to continue acting but <laughs> you never know you never know of course oh my gosh we know it's we know so you're in a crazy world um and roxy you are all you're just got back from fashion week yes. again speaking about fashion <laughs> i'm like what should i wear <laughs> um i have to text aaron and be like um did i look okay in this <laughs> She's always very nice, but I'm like, just tell me if I should not wear this outfit. Um, but like, do you want to pursue more coverage in fashion or do you really more like entertainment? And like, what is your, where do you, what do you enjoy the most? You know, I love a mix. Like I find if I do one thing too much, I get bored. Mm-hmm. So I like to mix it up. I like to do, you know, have the entertainment and celebrity side, but then have the fashion and the beauty and the mom stuff yeah, and the kids. And I love the podcast. So for me, it's always All kind of, of keeping myself from getting bored in one yeah. way because I've got to like switch the channel you know it's she does. like she doesn't like to be bored right I don't I've either. never seen a girl that keeps moving like a fish yeah I she mean does not stop she does not stop and then she gets really sick when she does uh, stop because she never stops I know yeah. and then I'm like why did I fucking stop yeah <laughs> <laughs> go 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 right yeah but uh but yeah I mean you know I still continuing doing fashion week I guess this was my let's see 15th season covering wow. New York Fashion Week um, and then kind of went straight away back into the LA you know swing of things with events and everything and yeah we've got award season upon us yes. coming up in Los Angeles so we'll be hitting you know those events and covering 
red carpets and all that good stuff so you know it's just for me i like to do all the different things Mm -hmm. you know but i mean each year that i get older it definitely gets more tiring you know gets more tiring but you know i'm always sort of looking to see what i can do next you know and um, Tam and I have some ideas for some projects yeah. coming up. Oh, so. I love it. We're excited. Yeah. See, and that's where I feel like you should be. Mm-hmm. There's, it's always like, what is next? What are we? What's mm-hmm. the next step? What's, right. What are we moving forward to? Because the minute you stop, right, right, and you just sort of get complacent, that's then it, right? things Although, stop happening. Yes mm-hmm. and no. Although you know, I had this another epiphany in the bathtub. <laughs> I was like, you know, I have felt this weird struggle internally because I'm like, I. You know, my daughter, my second daughter, Lennon, was born. And like six weeks after, I was like, I want to go back to work. Why aren't I working? Why aren't I successful? And I was like, I'm going to look back on my life and go, what were you doing? Mm. Like, why didn't I give myself a year, a year and a half to, to, to just... But it's not even to have a break. Like, still do the podcast. Yeah. And still, you know, but stop putting so much effing pressure on myself. Right. It's like, why can't I just enjoy being a mom? And it's such an American culture thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you know what? You need to have, you can have it all. You can work and still breastfeed and still put your kid mm-hmm. down. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's like something is going to suffer. Yeah. And my mentality has suffered. And my mental state has suffered because I'm like, I'm not thinking about my child. I'm thinking mm. about why aren't I on a TV show? Why aren't mm. I doing this? And I, it's different for men. My husband does not think about that or worry mm-hmm. if he hasn't seen her all day. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her all day today. And it's like, <coughs> it doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think we need to give ourselves a break and be like, it's okay to spend a year with your kid. Right. Yeah. Right. Why know? not? Do you feel like you, um, do you feel like your Pretty Little Liars fans followed you into motherhood? Yes, they did, but I'm wanting to now try to open up my audience Mm -hmm. for more people that are going through the same thing I am, which is like early 30s women who've had babies, working moms, or not, um, just people on the same path as me. And it's great to have the Pirillo Liars fans. If we didn't have them, I would not be here. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't want to talk about like, oh my God, Toby and you know, who's A? I don't want to talk about it anymore. It was a time and a place and it was amazing, but Mm -hmm. it's time to move on. Yeah. Absolutely. I do have to say, though, you have set the trend with your castmates and having babies first. Oh, I know. Now everyone's having babies. Right. Well, no, Troyan did next. And then Shay did. And I'm sure. Can I Uh tell you something? I love you, but I've never watched an episode of Pretty Little Life. Neither have I. That's the first time no, I've ever said that. I literally I've never, never watched, watched I've never watched it? a full episode of Pretty Little Liars. I felt so no. bad because Aaron was like, Oh yeah, she was on a show and I was like, Oh, I don't know what show. And then I felt like a jerk. But it was, was a like, huge show. Yes, it was a huge show, show but yeah. I didn't know because I never watched it. Yeah, I feel and like I've maybe I'm too famous. old. Like I've never like <laughs> too old for that. Pretty in little Australia, I think I felt because the show that I was on in Australia was really big, so I was looked at a lot. But here it's like you get a random person who's like, Oh my god and you're like oh my god what's going on I went to Boston and everyone seems to have watched Brittle Liars because like I had 30 people random different people being like oh my god is that you is that you I'm like what is going on I feel crazy but then you come back here and no one cares yeah Yeah. well it's it's LA too like you go into your coffee shop by your house and you're like you're gonna be surrounded by you're like there's Golden Juan yeah right not my coffee shop it's all Armenians and Russians it's the Kardashians could be the Kardashians I love it I hear their favorite Armenian restaurant is here 
Oh, oh yeah, 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 the carousel. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you will we'll go there. I went there, and my husband was like, "You know the car," and I'm like, "Oh my god, we'll go there sometime, <laughs> and we'll have some baba ganoush or something." It's so good, baba ganoush. <laughs> just plug the carousel. <laughs> yes, uh, and they're not. Sponsored. You're welcome, carousel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wondered that if you, um, if you had your fans that followed you, if you ever struggled with that at all, or I do. Uh, well, if you, if you want to shed that image a little bit of like, yeah, I'm not that girl anymore. And, yeah. and you know, because I do luckily have that like young sort of you know fat in my cheek face (laughs) um I do play younger so I was playing a 17 year old when I was 26 years old so I play 10 years younger so Mm -hmm. I think people assume that I am that age yeah I have 50 50 on my Instagram so I have like 50 percent 17 year olds and 50 percent 35 year olds so it's like a weird gap there Yeah, yeah um but you know, without them, well, no, not just 17. They've, they've aged up a bit, so they're like 25. Sure, sure. Um, but without them, I would never have been here, so I have to be really appreciative. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's so great. Well, I think everything you guys are doing and what you're doing with Women on Top is amazing. I was so thrilled to be on the show. It was so fun it when you were so on the fun. show. I'm so grateful that you guys um, invited me to come on. And um, I, whatever I can do to support you in the future, let me know. I'm happy to do that, especially because you guys came all this way in like rush hour traffic. We did. Oh. Like, it took like an hour and 50. I was like, I'll be there in 20 yeah, minutes. You were like, I'll be there in 20 minutes. And I was like, for real? You're like, just yeah, kidding, 45. Like, yeah. Um, so I'm so appreciative. And I think you guys are lovely. Like, it's so nice to meet other moms who are so, um, like, just genuinely good people and good hearted people and friendly, but also get where we're coming mm-hmm. from with the mom life stuff Mm -hmm. so i'm yeah i love you guys you're great oh thank you for your time thanks for coming on my little (sighs) podcast and i'll tell well we can totally talk more about like how you want to do if you want to do it (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We can talk on the DL. Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. At Women on Top. Oh, yes. At yes. Women, women on Top, top. official. Yes. Tell and me where we can Roxy. find you. Yes. yes. At Red Carpet Roxy. Yes. At Tamman Sursock. Yes. All of it. And by the way, it's Roxy with a Y, not an IE. Yes. Yes. Don't get I it wrong. <laughs> don't. Don't get it wrong. Get it's it just Tamman. There's only one Tamman. Yeah. There is only one Tamman. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to put up all of their handles and all their information up on motherhoodandhollywood.com so you guys can follow along on their journey and make sure you listen to their podcast. It's so much fun. Um, and I thank you guys so much for listening. That's going to do it for me. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Balls.